huge stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. We've got the latest on Dustin May's injury and how the Dodgers will fill his spot in the rotation. That's coming up in just a second. My name is Doug McCain. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at DMAC underscore LA. If you haven't yet for all things Dodger baseball all season long, be sure to hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell. And if you really want to support the channel, smash that like button. And as always, on with your takes down below in the comment section. Today's Dodgers Nation question of the day. One, what are your thoughts on Dustin May's injury? Do you have comments? confidence that he is going to be able to return and be a factor for the rest of the season and two do they have enough internal options to replace him and three do you think they should go out and pursue a trade at the deadline when that time comes but let me know down below and for our latest Dodgers news head over to DodgersNation.com So even though it's his last name and he's very proud of it, it's a great last name, May is not a good month for Dustin May. Back in 2021, in early May, in Milwaukee against the Brewers, May tore his UCL. He underwent Tommy John surgery. He didn't return until late in the 2022 season. And yesterday was his 14th start back from undergoing Tommy John surgery, and he gets injured again. May lasted just one inning. He threw 16 pitches in the Dodgers' 7-3 win over the Minnesota Twins, and even though he was able to get two strikeouts, it was clear that Code Red wasn't right. His fastball velocity dropped. His fastest pitch clocked out at 95.8 miles per hour. His heater was down 1.9 miles per hour. The cutter was down 2.2 miles per hour, and he still was able to get those two strikeouts. So I find it kind of funny in a year where people have complained about his strikeouts being down an 18.2% strikeout rate. He gets those two strikeouts in the first inning despite playing with an injury. Now, he tried to stay in the game. He tried to convince Dave Roberts to let him back out there, but of course they made the right decision. They pulled May from the game, and they had him undergo testing immediately, and that testing revealed that he had a grade one strain of the flexor tendon, which hadn't healed properly during his rehab, so that is where the discomfort came from, and this is from Fabian Ardaya of The Athletic. He wrote, those tests show the injury didn't appear to impact his surgically reconstructed constructed ulnar collateral ligament league sources told the athletic he would go on to write may will receive a platelet rich plasma injection into the tendon to promote healing in the area with the hopes of avoiding season ending surgery if the injection works properly the source said the hope is that may could return within four to six weeks so after seeing him go off the mound like he did after seeing him look dejected and frustrated in that dodgers dugout i think if you look big picture I think this is still encouraging news and that it is not the worst case scenario because that is what everyone feared yesterday, that maybe the worst was going to happen and you might lose Dustin May for a considerable amount of time, that you might have to lose him for the year, but he can still come back. If he responds well to treatment, if he responds well to the PRP shots, he could pitch again this season. Will it be four to six weeks? I think that is a little optimistic, but I still think he can be back in due time for the postseason. Hopefully he doesn't have to miss that much time at all. 
ball. Hopefully he responds really well and he continues to emerge. If you look at his numbers so far this season, a 2.6 ERA, a 3.28 FIB, 18.2% strikeout rate, 8.6 walk percentage in nine starts in 48 innings of work. And so, yeah, his strikeout numbers aren't eye-popping, but how about this? His .2 home runs per nine and his 5.4 hits per nine, that leads all of Major League Baseball. So, yeah, he definitely needs to improve his ability to get more swing and miss, to get more punch outs, but he's inducing soft contact at an elite level, and guys aren't leaving the yard. They're not getting hits on him. So, definitely, Dustin May is continuing to establish himself as an ace-level starter in this league, and I hate to see him miss any time. So, hopefully, this is just a minor setback, but I do think that it's going to depend on how well he responds. You just never know how well a guy's going to respond to PRP treatments. And if you look at the last few seasons, pitchers that have had that same injury, the flexor pronator strain in 2022, Luke Weaver, he missed 65 games. Hunter Harvey, he missed 80 games. Art Warren missed 45 games. And then in 2021, Jake Odorizzi, he missed 34 games. And so you've seen right there, guys that have dealt with this injury, they missed 34 games. They've missed 80 games. You've seen games in between that. So it is not necessarily a season-ending injury. And another silver lining, too, is maybe they clean up those mechanics. Maybe allow that arm to get fully healthy, and then you can really just take off for the rest of the year heading into the postseason. And so I know this is extremely frustrating for him, and he wants to be out there. He wants to be an all-star. He wants to be an ace. But I think another silver lining is you clean up some of those mechanics a little bit. You allow him to get fully healthy. And the grand scheme of things, I think this is what's best for May and this team to have this happen this early in the season. Now, the Dodgers, they did make a roster move just minutes ago. They announced that they had called up Andre Jackson and Justin Brule. Doc said that yesterday, and they DFA'd Dylan Covey and placed Dustin May on the 15-day IL with a right forearm strength. And so first things first, you hate to see this for Dylan Covey after the appearance he had yesterday coming in for Dustin May after he left the game. He ends up going four innings, allowed two runs on five hits, had three strikeouts and a walk. And hey, you just retired that Dodgers uniform at this point, right? You retired that number 29 because hey, it was a valiant effort and he stepped up in a big way and helped the Dodgers get that 7-3 win but other move Andre Jackson so Andre Jackson he gets called up he's going to get an opportunity here and my first big takeaway is why not Gavin Stone because he was the most likely option to take May's turn in that Dodgers rotation and he's really coming off a really great start his last start Gavin Stone I watched it he was fantastic 24 swings and misses had 10 punch outs it was his best outing of the season down there in AAA. And look, you thought maybe give another opportunity after the first one didn't go so well against the Phillies where he allowed five runs, four earned on eight hits in four innings of work, had two walks and a strikeout in his debut in the Dodgers 10-6 win where Muncy had the walk off against the Phillies. He had some bad defense early in that one, didn't have great command, didn't have that changeup, didn't have the great depth. And maybe they thought he needs to continue to refine that third pitch, work on that slider, work on that fast fastball command before he gets another opportunity. Now, of course, other guys that would have stepped into this role if they were healthy would have been Michael Grove and Ryan Pepio, but Michael Grove is still trying to work his way back from that groin injury. He is facing hitters, and then there's Ryan Pepio who's still trying to work his way back from that oblique injury. He still hasn't made a start in the regular season this year, so they weren't options. Then, of course, you have a lot of pitchers at the double-A level who are showing out this year. Guys like Landon Knack, Nick Frasso, River Ryan, Emmett Sheehan, Nick 
Ignastrini. They're definitely on the way up. You're going to see them get promoted to AAA at some point, but they're not ready for the show. Last year was the first time that Andrew Friedman had promoted a pitcher from AA to the show when he did that with Michael Grove. So you weren't going to see that. And Bobby Miller, of course, he's the Dodgers' top pitching prospect. He's had his ups and downs so far. He's had some really nice starts, has had some bad starts. The stuff is filthy. I mean, you're talking about a fastball that's well into triple digits at the 101 level, but a 5.65 ERA so far down here in AAA. He's made eight starts at the AAA level, so they still want to continue to develop him before he makes his debut. You're not going to want to throw him into that fire right away. So not quite Miller time. It's not Bobby Westworld yet, but he definitely is making strides. Now, Andre Jackson definitely is interesting. If you look at the ERA, it's not pretty, but still another opportunity. He's shown in the past that he can be competent at times. And then, of course, you can always go the trade route. I know that is going to be a question you're going to ask me, so I might as well just nip it in the bud right away and get into it. Well, one, it's still early for trades. You're not going to see a impact starting pitcher trade at this point, especially with the Dodgers operating from a place of very low leverage. And then, two, they're going to want to see how Dustin May responds. If this is going to be something that is going to linger is he going to have to miss significant time because we saw what happened last year the same scenario with Walker Buehler not the same but in that they thought that Walker Buehler was going to return only to have to undergo Tommy John surgery so I think they're going to be in wait and see mode and try to evaluate how he responds to treatment to determine how they're going to move forward as far as should they go out there and add a starting pitcher now you can never have enough starting pitching and still even if Dustin May does return someone else goes down or if they really want to go for it this year if they look at this roster if you look at the record they put together, it's been very impressive. They weren't expected to be this good this early on. And maybe the organization says to themselves, hey, the lineup is fine. They're going to score runs. You could add another reliever. You could add another starting pitcher and really go for it this season. There's always the the temptation to see what's going on with Shohei Otani. Will they make him available in Anaheim at the moment? It doesn't feel like they will, but that could always change. So it still is very early. I know some of you guys want to see a Dylan Cease or a Nicholas Giolito or guys like that. One, they haven't pitched that great this season. And two, you have to allow this market to just emerge just a little more before you go out there and pull the trigger on some trade. So definitely very frustrating. Definitely a blow to this rotation. I think the most significant development is that it hurts his development. It hurts his emergence as he was continuing to ascend. But still, if it is truly four to six weeks, which I'm a little pessimistic at that timetable, because based on what we've seen the last few years with how they've evaluated some of their injuries. But if it is just a few months at the tops or anything like that, and you do get him back, I'm going to feel good about Dustin May as long as he gets enough time to get himself ready for the postseason. But yesterday, Dave Roberts, he spoke to reporters about Dustin May's injury, and here's what he had to say. Not yet, not yet. Um... So uh, we, we do know that uh, with uh, Dustin's spot, we're going to bring back Justin Brule. And so uh, and then obviously, uh, you know, most likely the, there might be another move. Um, not great right now. Um, we got some early tests and it's a uh, flexor pronator strain. And so that's uh, an IL and, uh, you know, when he returns to, to play, I don't know that answer, but uh, that's what we got right now. Considering coming off of uh, Tommy 
you know, it's very famous or spend some time. Does that have any correlation with the two, or is that? Um, it might, it might. Um, so I, I don't want to speak out of, out of turn, but uh, obviously it's the elbow, it's just the arm you got surgery on, so I'm sure there's some correlation. I don't know, but I think it is, but I don't know. All I know that's all I know is what it is. That's right. But let me know down below in the comment section, what is your concern level with Dustin May's injury? When do you expect him back? Give me those YouTube doctors down below. I want to hear from you. Also, do you think they have to trade for another starting pitcher? Who do you want to see step up in this role? I think Gavin Stone definitely is going to get his opportunity sooner than later, but let me know down below. My name is Doug McCain. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at DMAC underscore LA. For all things Dodger baseball all season long, be sure to hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell and if you really want to support the channel smash that like button and until next time think blue bleed blue and i'm out in a roaring stadium their silence is deafening 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.